and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Ancient Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing this week? I am doing great, but a little tired. Well, that's because you've been burning the midnight oil. So <laughs> you are coming to us right off of a, a brand new experience at Walt Disney World. We say it time and time again when there's something new, Sandy is there. And last night, you spent some time over at Disney's Hollywood Studios to experience their new holiday event, Jollywood Nights. I did. And let me tell you, it wouldn't be Disney if they didn't pull out all the stops. And they certainly tried once again last night. Well, so you're you're coming to us from property. You are in your hotel room. You were there last night. Give us a breakdown of when this evening event takes place. It started last night, November 11th, 2023. It'll run 10 select nights all the way through December 20th, 2023. It's 8.30 p.m. to just after midnight. It runs till 12.30 a.m. And we know that means you can still shop and catch the end of some things going on, your last ride. And so, you know, it's a late night getting back to your hotel. And it just so there's no confusion, this is in addition to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So this season, we've got two parties to keep us burning the midnight out oil and feeling some real special things well and as you said it is it is in addition to mickey's very merry christmas party but that also means it's in addition to your regular park ticket so it's not it's not something you can experience by just having a ticket to hollywood studios for the day so give us the price point for it it is 159 to 189 plus tax per person and they are getting really i don't want to say strict i want to say great about clearing the park for those that have paid extra for the party. And I know we'll cover it in a couple of weeks, but the night before I was at Very Merry Christmas Party, and it's always an interesting kind of mix. I get a little torn which way to feel. Happy for all those that have paid the extra money that they're doing a great job clearing the park and getting everything ready to go or sad for those that didn't know and didn't plan and are feeling like their night was cut short. Well, you can feel sad for those folks, but the reality is that's part of why we do this show is that they should be reaching out to folks like yourself to make sure that they're steered in the right direction because those calendars are are published. We do know when those dates are. As you said, there are 10 nights uh, between now and uh, December 20th. So reach out to your travel specialist, especially if you have a, a a, a vacation plan during that time period so you know when it is but tell us exactly what is jollywood nights it is disney's hollywood studios new holiday party and it's hollywood glam meets holiday cheer is the tagline they're using okay and it's really that opportunity again that late night to see some unique things they've got new shows, new entertainment, characters, and of course, super short lines. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. Every holiday party is a little bit different in what's included. This one has no food, no drinks included, but they do include photo pass for that evening only, as well as a special keepsake ornament. 
That's cool. I like the I like the photo pass element to it too, because as we just went to the not so scary Halloween party, and those are things I kind of wish we did have. So that I, I like that that's thrown in there, and the ornament's fun too. As, as a family that ha- that gets an ornament every year, that would be a fun little way to to grab ours for that year. Definitely. All right. So before we break it down, I guess just give us a a quick summation of of your overall impressions of what we had. It had some great elements to it. I think it's a party that has a lot of potential. And one of the things that I always love, and I think it's important for people to really see this, I coincidentally, for the two new stage shows, happened to end up in the very back of the theaters, which great view, totally fine being in the back. But what it meant was standing along the wall behind me and sitting in the row in front of me were management teams and the creative teams for the show. Okay. And I bring that up because this isn't just a job. These aren't people pushing paper and getting through. These are people who believe in their craft, believe in the magic. You could see the angst as they were waiting for that first curtain to go up. And the pride during the show and the celebration among them as we were all filing out of the theater, you knew like their heart were in these things, which is really what creates Disney magic. So kudos to the teams, everything from sound, lighting, entertainment, music, the actors, it really does take a team of phenomenally creative people, imagineered people, and they pulled off some amazing things. The two new shows are beyond incredible. If you're not going to make it to Jollywood or you can't decide, definitely check out our YouTube channel. I've brought you both shows because they were just so great. But You know, it's a new event, and like every new event, it has some room for improvement. And if you're a Disney person, you know that the surveys are already going out. They want your feedback, and I'll be honest, whether they want it or not, they're getting it. It was interesting, (laughs) you know. I got on a bus last night headed back to the resort after, and I will readily admit this was not me, but I did enjoy this. As the bus pulled out of the parking lot, some woman said, everybody, what do you think? Give me all your feedback. I have no idea if she was a blogger or who she was, but it was great to hear all the comments and they were all very spot on with my take for the evening. What areas do you think that there, there was room for improvement specifically? I'll start with the map. I know that sounds like a silly spot to start. Well, not really, because it's not your typical park experience. So if there's different things set up in different spots, that's that's kind of an important feature. It's not. And I had the disadvantage, I will call it that for the moment, of being at the first event, which meant that when we knew what was going on, they were pretty tight-lipped about where and when. So in order to really maximize my evening, because I'm not there for the rides. The rides, we all know we can see them. I'm there for everything that's party specific. So the first thing I did when I got my map was go find a spot to sit and literally map out everything I wanted to do and lay out a timetable for myself for the evening. 
And it was not your regular Hollywood Studios map. It was this great old Hollywood glam map that they created in browns and golds. But then they marked all the iconic things on it in another shade of gold. And we all had trouble reading it. And it was not easy to get the version that was supposed to be the mobile-friendly version. The other thing for mega planners like me, when you have entertainment and you use the word intermittently throughout the night mm. instead of a time schedule, you make us bonkers. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> Thankfully, the creative teams that were there who are supposed to kind of blend in in their outfits, but enough years of doing this, I can pick them out. I was able to, when I got to a location and they're clearly was no entertainment occurring i could say when will it be back and right. they were able to tell me the next time but not all the times for the evening so again because you want to really pack everything into those four hours knowing what time things are going to occur because if you're not doing rides and you're really there for the entertainment I was trying to squeeze seven things into four hours, which doesn't sound like a lot until we get to talking about the shows and really making the tough decision. They were phenomenal, but they were long. You're leading me into where I, I really think we should go next, which, which is the show aspect of the evening. So I know you had talked about the management team. You had talked about how they were amazing. So give us, give us the breakdown of the, of the shows. So the first show that you're all going to want to see, there's zero doubt that all of the Nightmare Before Christmas theme fans are going to love this. It's in, I still call it the American Idol Theater, the theater with currently the Frozen sing-along, is entitled What's This? It is intended as a Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. It even at certain points had, you know, the lyrics on the screen and the color bouncing along to encourage you to sing. There was definitely a lot of moving in the seats, but it was Broadway caliber show and you didn't necessarily want to sing because you felt that wasn't appropriate. But I was wowed by that show and by the effects, the surprise appearances from some of your favorite characters. And if you've been to that theater probably for anything in the last 10 years except for the opening day mm -hmm. you'll know it seats a thousand people it is never full there were four shows last night and every seat was taken wow <laughs> just and i'm not a huge nightmare fan but i could have watched that show multiple times except for the length i will say the two shows were really a commitment they were each just over 20 minutes. And when you account for getting to the theater, they started seating about 15 minutes before the show and then getting out of the theater and moving on to your next thing. The two shows put together took up almost a third of my time for the night. Wow. That's a lot. Definitely worth every minute of it. But, but it's a lot of time. Consider. Yeah, definitely. Okay. W what other shows? In the Beauty and the Beast Theater, the Hollywood Theater of the Stars, they had Disney holidays in Hollywood. Hmm. And again, another phenomenal show. This one had an eight-piece live band. And so 
I love that true entertainment behind it. It had a little bit of spoiler alert here. Visit from Mickey and Minnie, co-hosted by Kermit and Miss Piggy, and a visit from Princess Tiana. Hmm. Very cool. And that that's in the theater. That's for folks that are trying to place it. The Beauty and the Beast Theater give us the location for folks that are spinning around right now. Up Hollywood Boulevard as you're headed to Tower of Terror. Very big theater as well. Very big theater. Seats 1,500. And again, it was full because it's new. It's exciting. I will say, don't be afraid to ask where you're going and don't just assume that you're in the right spot getting online. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I, again, maybe because it was the first night, one of the areas that I do think needs improvement is they needed to position cast in some different spots to help people know what the lines were. I'm not a shy person. I know that'll shock everybody listening. Yep. And I, twice while trying to get to this show, when I saw the long line that I thought was to get in the theater and I said, are you online for the show? I was told yes. And both times after a minute or two, the person in front of me would turn to me and say, I had asked too, but now they're saying this is the line for, one of them was an outrageous line for merchandise. If you wanted to get the one and only Jollywood Nights item being sold. And the second line was a photo line. Hmm. So use your time wisely, ask where you're going, but definitely great things to see. Okay. Well, we're going to circle back to photos in a second, but let's go to, to some entertainment options for the evening. Cause I know that that's usually a big part of why you attend things and why a lot of people attend things like this. Most definitely. And the two, again, the two shows were incredible, but the second part of the entertainment was all of these different live musical groups. Right. And again, they were on an intermittent schedule, so that made it harder. But they really kind of fell a little short of what I expected. So the first one was a jazz musician, and it was listed as their location of Brown Derby, which I thought would have been the outer Brown Derby courtyard. It turned out, they did let me sneak in for a minute, was a great piano player who also sang inside the Brown Derby. They cleared out a couple of tables to put a baby grand piano in there. And if you didn't have reservations, you couldn't see him. Hmm. Okay. I, I also hesitate when I'm at a party and I'm paying this amount and I have a short window to get everything done to do big sit down dining like that. So that one wasn't totally on par for me. Yeah, I agree with that take. There was an awesome Latin musician that I got to watch for a few minutes. And again, an incredibly talented man. However, he played guitar to a backup track. And so at some points he just sang and didn't even play. I would have expected all live music. It also wouldn't be a typical Disney opening night event if they weren't cursed with some rain. Well, there Orlando, was none so of in course. the forecast up until like 11 o'clock that morning when rain entered the forecast. The party honestly looked like a washout by 4 p.m. Really? Based on the forecast. We got very lucky. The rain didn't start till 11. 
but there were some tiny drizzles starting about 10, 15, 10, 30. So two of the really large bands that were playing packed up because their instruments couldn't get wet, which sure. I understand. So maybe Disney's going to have to look into tenting the outdoor areas they put them in or something so that they have an overhang and they don't have to leave because of weather. Yeah, um, I would imagine that they they need to reevaluate that because Orlando, you know, you have that conversation. I didn't know it was supposed to rain. Well, nobody else did either, but it rains all the time. So it's just one of those, definitely. just one of those things. I know one of the other reasons that you attend things like this, and we've had these conversations constantly in your quest to see different costumes from our characters is, is the experience with these characters. So talk to us about how our characters appeared at Jollywood Nights. They definitely had substantially less characters than you'll find at the Christmas party or Halloween party. So if this is all about characters for you, this may not be the party. Okay. They did have a couple of more older, unique characters. The Rescue Rangers were out. And they really divided the characters into three areas. The unique characters were all around the lake. The fab characters in their holiday garb were over by the Disney Junior area. And I have to say, Minnie and Donald were just amazing with their interaction. They had great holiday backdrops. They did have quite a line, but they were worth the wait. And then they had two characters out from The Incredibles, Frozone and Edna Mode. And I will say they were the best kept secret. You could walk up to Frozone and Edna had about a minute and a half wait. So if those are the characters you were after, it was great. Well, I think that's important to know, too, because you are somebody that seeks those characters out. So it's I like that you've mentioned that if you're looking for that, you know, the Christmas party over at Magic Kingdom is really more that experience. Good for folks to know. So where did you see some photo opportunities that were unique to this specific event? They really tried hard here, and I have to give them full credit on it. Again, it's one of the areas I think needs some improvement. Disney will never tell you how many tickets are sold. Mm -hmm. However, we can make some assumptions knowing that I sat in two packed theaters that that alone was 2,500 people. And I'll bet you that that was maybe 10% of the crowd. Right. In the Disney Junior area, as well as right across, they kind of redid one of the gift shops to be photo ops only for the evening. One was a special slow motion camera where they had you in front of like a green screen equivalent. You did nine little quick poses and they put together a video for you. And the other was a special long arm camera that created some unique photos and mini videos for you. They had cast members with iPads showing you what they looked like inside that Disney Junior dance hall. They had it on the massive TV screen so you could see what it was. But again, I just pointed out guessing how many people were there. These special photo ops could do one person or one family at a time. Okay. So it's tough, again, when you're limited on time and trying to do things and you don't have a lot of time and the cues aren't moving that quickly because when it's your time, you deserve your time. Right. And again, all of those photos were free downloads. They had several with special effects, but I will say at least for the first probably three hours, you would have thought they were giving away free gifts at the front of these photo lines. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Um, let's segue over to the attractions portion of the evening. I know that you said that this was not really something that you were attending for the attractions, but people have questions, especially about, you know, high traffic, high volume, very desired attractions like Rise of the Resistance. Talk to us about anything specific to this evening that we need to know about the attractions. So I did look at wait times several times throughout the night. One thing they did is a virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance. And I know, Jeff, you're not always a huge technology fan, but this is the time where them having the tech really helped because you didn't have to take your four hours and stand online. You could hop into that virtual queue and then go and do other things. So Millennium Falcon averaged 10 or 15 minute wait throughout the night. Mickey and Minnie's was five minutes. Rock and Roller Coaster, I was seeing at five to 10. Terror of Terror was running 10 to 15. The longest wait all night was really Slinky Dog Dash and that was running 20 to 25. So we're coming to the end of our program here. Anything else that you think we need to know about this particular special ticketed event? I've got a couple of thoughts for you. The first is on transportation, and this is a definite need to know item. So the transportation, everybody, myself included, was really excited to be on the Skyliner to make it easy at the end of the night. Well, they got us there because... The only transportation running was buses. So Skyliner Resorts, boat resorts, you're out of luck. You wow. needed to take a bus. That's a big that's a big deal. <laughs> a big deal and a big surprise. Yeah. It was not published anywhere. Oh man. Okay. Well, if you didn't know, certainly, you know, regular guests didn't know. So now we know. <laughs> what else? It was definitely a lot about the dress and I don't want to stress anybody out. You definitely don't have to be dressed up, but I think I could have spent the night watching all the people in the various dress to meet the Hollywood glam. There were lots of sequins, lots of holiday outfits, lots of old Christmas storytelling kind of outfits. Again, if I had the time I would have made photos and videos just of people's outfits for the evening. Oh, that's cool. So, so get if that's your thing, then come prepared. Uh, I do give credit to all the ladies who wore three to five inch heels all around the park <laughs> all night. I don't know how you did it. I don't know that I'd go credit. I mean, that, that sounds like that sounds like a mistake, no matter how you slice it. <laughs> but, uh, any last bit things that you want to say? Maybe go over the times and the and the prices one more time. I. I think one of the things to consider that I was keeping in the back of my mind all night was how does this compare to Hollywood Nights, not to be confused with Jollywood Nights, that they've had in the past. We actually have an episode all about it. I'll mark it in the show notes if you haven't heard it before. And they're bringing it back for spring of 2024. That's 155 to 175 a person. So a few dollars less, not hugely different. It is a 7 p.m. entrance, and it runs from 9.30 to 12.30. So if you're missing this or all the extra entertainment wasn't what you're in for in the spring just for the rides, that's definitely an option for you. 
Well, like we always say, when something new hits Walt Disney World, you are there to experience it. You were among the very first ever to experience this because you were there at its very first evening. Thank you for biting the bullet and, and experiencing this this wonderful experience for yourself and then sharing it with the rest of us so that we can plan accordingly. Have a great week. You as well. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>